Thank you for joining us again for the Fastest Known Podcast. This week, we're back across the pond. Three weeks ago, we talked with Fernanda Maciel from Chamonix, France. Then Bart V, I can't pronounce his last name still, from Belgium. And this week, we're talking with Tim Mills from South Hill, United Kingdom. Welcome, Tim. Hiya. Well, this is fun because England, the Great Britain, the United Kingdom, we're going to figure this out in a minute, goes way back. You guys invented fell running. We're going to talk about that. And, of course, you have this huge history. But you and I connected because you started submitting a lot of routes. It turns <laughs> out you have a major interest in the routes. We call them routes, but you call them paths or ways and things yeah. like that. So get us oriented, Tim. Yes, yeah, so um, I I'm quite keen on all the long distance paths, foot footpaths uh, in the UK, and uh, obviously stumbled across your site uh, while looking around, and just started bombarding you with some of our most famous long distance trails and footpaths, which some most of them already on there, but it's good to have a few more on there. Um, yeah, and that's how that's how it came about. You live. Uh... In South Hill, which is just north of London. Yep. So you're you're kind of right there. Now, let's get let's, <laughs> let's get something straightened out here, if if this is possible. So I'm processing all the routes. The 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 route form comes in. I do the data processing. I put it on the website, and we I type in under the past the name so people can find everything very easily. The name of the country, or if it's in the states, the name of the state. And so yep. I'm always typing in United Kingdom, but nobody ever writes in United Kingdom. They always <laughs> write in GB for Great Britain. So finally, after a couple of months, I Google this. And Tim, I kind of hate to break you the bad news, but there's no country called Great Britain. <laughs> no, I, uh, I, think, I think from my limited knowledge on it is Britain comes from uh, uh, like our founders, like, so we have Brittany in France, which is just just uh, not that far away, and then obviously we've got Britain, um, and then just to dis distinguish that, I think it might have been ego driven by some of our former former uh, kings, and that would be just putting great in front of it, just to distinguish us from the rest, which is is very uh, egocentric, I think. <laughs> right. So everybody fills in Great Britain, but there's no country called Great Britain. But just to make it even more confusing, in the Olympics, there's no United Kingdom. No. In the Olympics, it is Great Britain. So all sports, it's Great Britain, except for football, soccer. Then there's England and Scotland. Scotland. So it's kind of, uh, I thought you were supposed to be the rational ones over there. But I'm <laughs> I'm not sure about that now. No, it, it yeah, it gets confusing because then when we play cricket, it's England and Wales, um, so it just doesn't. <laughs> sometimes it just doesn't add up. Okay, well, just officially, I'm letting you know that you are in the United Kingdom. Sorry about yeah. that. <laughs> and then there's I'm looking at the 115 routes in the United Kingdom. Yep, and I'm re I read them off. There's Staunton Way, River Anton Way, Baker Way, uh, and then Green Sand Ridge Walk, the Chiltern mm -hmm. Way, which you submitted. So yep. is there a difference between a way, a walk, 
and a trail. Are these the same? No, uh, there's, they're all the same. They're all the same. Okay. Where you have the, like, so you, you mentioned about fell running and, and, and bits, uh, about that. So where, a a fell run might be between two points, um, with no particular footpath. So it might be between two peaks and there's no particular footpath. You just make it up, which is the best way for, you know, them that might be the most direct. It might be something different. A footpath or a way might be a designated trail or national, cause we've got national trails, which are maintained and they're like, there's a few, uh, but then there's ways and footpaths. So the ways and footpaths might be maintained by charities or the local government but then the national footpaths are the big ones are all maintained by by one the national trails okay so we could use any term we want yeah way way is just a quaint term I think it's, maybe it is quaint or is, is but it's basically the same thing yeah basically the same thing i think a lot of the okay. walk, the walks get named walks because of our history with long distance walking as well and the ramblers and stuff like this. So a lot of walking clubs will make routes as well. Gotcha. Well, it's fun entering the routes because you know, here in the States, everything is so ad hoc. It's so informal. It's just amazing. Uh, while well, I go over to Europe and not so at all, I'll enter a route from Germany now look at this, and I go, oh, this is lame. Forget it. This is something we don't care about. But I'll Google it, and boom, comes up. There it is. It's official. It's got its own designation. It's got its own start, its own finish, its own brochure. So there it is. It's done. And the same thing in the UK as well. Yeah. I'll look at some of these kind of strange-sounding things. I think, Oh, this some local bloke is just making it up. So I Google it. No, I'm wrong about that. They've been doing this for like 200 years. Yeah. It has its own trail sign, this little picture of a bird hand yeah. carved. So you go way back. Yeah. I mean, you talk about um, be, being uh, GB. You, you think about um, when when uh, you, you had a guy from Belgium the other day on, which is near Holland and Holland. Back in the day, it was quite close to Britain. So when the Romans came over, one of their first things they would do was take a trail all the way down to across from uh, east to west, which is like the uh, Ignild Trail that uh, connects up to the, the uh, Ridgeway Trail, which is also imposted. And you can just go like east to west just following this trail that's been there for years. And it was like that back in the day, that would be their main, their main path. And uh, so you walk and you literally are running across uh, lots of history and, and it's, it's good. Are you referring to in England or in Holland? No, in the, in, in England. So the, 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 the guys that came over and called it Britain or Great Britain, the Romans, they oh. came over. And their their first part Romans are famous for building these long straight roads. That's that's their thing. That's their history. And obviously, that's what you can see. The minute they the minute they cut, they would come in the country at one point. Okay, on the east coast, they've just built a trail that goes the whole way across, and there's sort of like two or three trails that connect up. And that is, but that was essentially their road that they came in on. And and now you can run it. 
And they're still there. Yeah, they're still there. I mean, they're, they're two I've mentioned there, the Ridgeway and the Icknield Way. Are, uh, I, I'm not sure the Icknield Way is a national trail, but the Ridgeway is a national trail um, and it's on your site. And, and they are they are notorious national trails that were just built thousands and thousands of years ago that you can you can go and run and set FKTs on. And it's good. Wow. Okay. Super history. That's really that's That's amazing to hear. So um, speaking of going way back, you have a different relationship with private property than we do in the United States. The States, frankly, is extraordinarily uptight. I mean, I think many people are bothered by it, but there, we have national forests, we have Bureau of Land Management, we have terrific amount of public property, particularly out west. Some states, over half the state is owned by the public. By the public, I mean all citizens of the country, not just the local citizens. And yet if someone buys you know, 35 acres out there, they'll say, don't touch this, don't ever, ever cross this, even if there's an old road going across it, they'll put up a gate across the road. But it, when I've been in the UK, it's not like that. It's sort of traditional, you know, kind of hop the fence and run up the fells. Yeah. It's, it's a different legal situation, isn't it? Yeah, completely. So the if you buy a bit of land and there's a public footpath going through it, you could, there's nothing you can do about it. You've got to let you have to either build some way of getting around it. So you'll go, you'll run across a farmer's field that has a, a footpath running through it and they will either like weed kill or build the path into their land. So you would, you, you would just go through their land. And, um, when you get up into the fells in certain areas, you'll get out your map. So if you, if you still use like a paper map and there'll be certain areas that are a different color on the map and you can go anywhere. You can go anywhere on that bit, and that's where the fells come in. You can go anywhere on that bit of land. So if you want to get from A to B and you want to take such and such path, you just take the path that you want to take. There's only certain areas in it uh, when you get start getting up north of the country that you can do that on. Um, so there's all kind of rules. So so when you get to Scotland, um, you can camp. You've got a wild camping rule. You can camp anywhere. You can put your tent up and you can camp. Anyway, you, you can't you can't camp in someone's back garden, but as long as you're on the national land and so you can just camp anywhere, it's not the same in England. It's not the same in England, but but um, in Wales and Scotland, that that's the rule. So uh, when you're there, if you wanna if you wanna run and you wanna camp somewhere, you can just camp next to the trail if you wanna. Nice, great, <clears throat> because there's a lot of local fell races. Mm. Uh, I've been to a couple of them, and they. Uh, this are on so-called private property. They go right through the you know, sheep pasture and then they end at the local pub. So it's a the tradition is a lot more interesting in that regard. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. The 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 whole uh, fell running versus versus trail running uh, is a lot different. You can go up and and enter a fell race and it will cost you pennies. It will cost the 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 uh, you're literally just buying what it takes to put on the event uh, with fell running. It's quite a, a deep tradition versus, uh, you know, other races where, where you're paying big entry fees for guided routes and marks and, and you, you, you know, it's just a different feel when you do a fell race compared to a trail run race. Right. Gotcha. Um, now you've 
if I, I help me out on this, but obviously we're in this giant worldwide pandemic, which has affected running and sport tremendously. The so-called stay-at-home order obviously mm -hmm. put a cramp on things, and essentially every race in the world was either canceled or postponed, unless it was a virtual race, and that's literally across across the world. Now, I think the UK was a little slow to respond, but now it's still in effect from what I heard from you a few days ago. For example, here in the States, things have largely started to open back up, not in entirety, not even close, but people are getting out and doing a few things, definitely no races, however. So, but people are getting back to work. What's the situation in the UK? Yeah, it's, we're on a phased return at the moment. Um, they, when they locked us down, the one caveat was we did have, we could go out for exercise as long as it's sort of on our doorstep. Um, so you could go, you could go out and run. So for me, it didn't really affect my running at all. I could still go out the front door and I, I live quite remote. So I've got lots of trails to, to go around. Um, the only problem is the county I live in is quite flat. So I couldn't, I couldn't hit the elevation or anything like I wanted, but we're on a, we're on a phased return now with shops. Um, non-essential shops are, are opening in the next couple of weeks. A bit of sport is returning so that the football's coming back. Um, and yeah, we're sort of, we're allowed to meet up. So if we wanted to meet up and have a, a group run of six, as long as we were staying our distance, we can go out and do that. So that's where we're at really right now. So there's no, no races. I mean, as a part of my other job, I help out with a race organizer and we had to cancel our race, but we've got it scheduled for October. So hopefully we can start getting back and, and putting on some events. So a group run of six or less is okay. Yeah. So if you wanted to, so, so they, they've sort of done it that way. So you can start sort of coaching. Uh, a bit of sport, a bit of youth sport. Um, and if you, if you want to put on a personal, like personal training session and it's the instructor and five others, that's fine as long as you're staying two meters distance. So if you wanted to go out with a group of five of you, you, you could do that now. Gotcha. Any guesses? Because everyone's guessing. Everyone's trying to figure out what might happen. Any guesses from you when races might be allowed in the UK? Uh, I mean, the, the, I think the mass gatherings will be the, the, like the very end of the, the phased return. Mm -hmm. I mean, you'd fingers, fingers crossed you'd be able to get some summer races going on maybe October, late October, but it's just guesswork. It is, you know, it's just guesswork. I, I, I really, I really couldn't say it's so tough. I've got a, um, we've got a, um, an event I'm doing well meant to be doing i'm meant to be running a mountain marathon in sweden in at the start of august like august the first and so we're just we're just waiting on that to see whether whether we can go ahead whether they might put some restrictions on travel and bits and bobs like this so right same as the states then nobody yeah. really knows yeah. i think in, in terms of the giant sporting events the national basketball association the nba they said something about they were going to try to hold their playoffs but only their playoffs. They're going to not resume the season at all, but only do it in one location instead of rotating around. A very bizarre uh, 
solution, I think. And then people are wondering about stuff like the Tour, the Tour de France, the bicycle race, which has is the world's largest sporting event, 15 million spectators. And so I can't see this happening. They've already postponed it, of course, from July and uh, to September. But I, I, I think their their prime minister, uh, Macron, will have to sign off on it. I don't think they can decide themselves whether to do it or not. So it's quite possible that FKTs are going to be the thing this yeah. Uh, year. Yeah, hence the reason I uploaded so many near me. <laughs> <laughs> Just to sort of give it a go. You're being strategic, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, I certainly am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So if you can't race, you're going to upload a few near you, and then you're going to go have a go. Now, are you going to tell your friends about this, or are you just well, going to kind of keep it under the hat? What would be nice would be to go out, set the FKT, then tell friends and people around. And then, uh, you know, if I could have a couple of weeks on top, that would be great. But uh, the... Um, I think the thing for me is with like an FKT, you know, obviously when I went on your website, you'd look at the local ones, uh, or you'd look at the ones around and, and, uh, and some of the, the FKTs are absolutely like phenomenal, the times on there. So then I just thought, you know, there's some really good trail marked, uh, big, uh, you know, 100K, 80K routes in my, in my, uh, county. So my county is quite, you know, compared to the States, my county is very small. But to have, you know, a nice 80K or 100K or a, there's one that I, one that's about 64, which I've run in two parts before and I've always wanted to do the whole thing. You know, you go to, suddenly if you went to the organizers or the, the people that maintain that, you know, that's a bit of, it's a good marketing tool for them to, to get people on it. To get people to right. look it up. Right. Well, interesting, interesting. Well, you have good tactics, Tim. <laughs> because the way it works, I think yeah. people probably figured this out, is once an FKT, always an FKT. It's like winning a race. Yeah. So someone is if you win the first race, you've always been a race winter winner, even if you know your time gets cut in half in subsequent years. Yeah. You're still a winner. So that's uh that's a good tactic. I appreciate that. Well, at the same time, we do want to keep it high quality. You know, you, that's how you and I connected is you were mm. submitting some interesting routes. I appreciated the, the routes that you were submitting there. And just last night, someone submitted eight. One person submitted eight routes. And I had to say, well, no, you know, I'm, a, I'm an enthusiastic guy. I really like to support what people are doing. But I had to say, you know, sorry, we're not going to do this because they, he, he didn't say why they were good. You mm. know what I mean? What you were submitting, Tim, you told the story. You said, what does this mean? And, and that's what other people want to see. So if I go to the UK, I want to look at these routes near South Hill, yeah. England, and I want to see the best. I want to see the yeah. best routes there. I want to see them in, on our website. I don't want to just see whatever. And so you were telling the story, you were telling what it meant. And so here for the listeners, anyone who's thinking of submitting something, everything is not an FKT route. It's not automatic. No. It's not based on distance. No, it's not based on how hard it is. No, it's based on how good it is. That's very subjective. Sorry about that. 
but it's subjective, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? Definitely. You know what I mean, don't you? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I mean, I did read your guidelines before I started submitting them because I didn't want to pepper you with, with, with you know, boring inane routes. But these are routes that have been on my hit list for a while and I haven't, I haven't done them yet because the planning and organization to go and do these would take, you know, the prep, the training, just to, just to get around on some of these routes that I submitted would take a lot of training. And obviously that's what you want from a, from a FKT. You want it, if you, if you were going to do it, even with my, my tactics, it would still be a good accomplishment to get around that route in a, in a respectable, in a respectable time. And then obviously if you are, you, that's up there only to, to improve the quality from people beating it because the quality would go up the minutes people started looking at it and going, right, I can, I can do that. I can do that quicker. Nice. Good. Now the most, uh, of course, people go to the website, you can search routes by country. I'm not sure if people knew this or not. So you, one clicks on route in the upper menu bar. Mm -hmm. And then when the search box opens up, don't type anything in it. Instead, type the country in. And that way you get all the routes in that country. So it's a good way to search. That's how I know that there are 115 FKT routes in the United Kingdom. Yeah. And also on the front page, there's the latest FKTs. And the most recent one is on the Dan Booth round in the UK. Oh, Okay. Yeah, tell us about. Yeah, you, yeah. I mean, you didn't submit this, but I don't. What's? No. I mean, I we I know the Bob Graham round. Everyone knows that, but there's yeah. what? What's this one? Do you know anything about this one? I I haven't heard about that one. I mean, it sounds it sounds very uh, Lake District uh, up in the fells up there, and usually it would be a group of of high points, uh, high points in in a certain way, and you and you just have got to get around it in the fastest, you know, get to those high points in that fastest in known time. So yeah, it, it sounds very late district that up that way. Um, usually hmm. around, or usually around is, is a group of high points. Um, right. Yeah. So that's, right. that's so what it sounds, other people it call like. them circuits. I'm almost, I'm almost fluent in German. Now German have a word for it too, but I can't pronounce it that well. <laughs> So it turns out the Dan Booth round is further south. Oh, is and, it? But like, yeah, it's just near Bath by Bristol. Oh, okay, yeah, totally. I wouldn't and, have, uh, I wouldn't have predicted it be down there, but. And this uh, is hitting is hitting the uh, trigonometric points. Ten trigonometric uh, points. Yeah, that would be yeah. So trig points, yeah. <laughs> trig points, you got it. Yeah, and so that's that's the thing. In, yeah, and classic. Uh, Sentences: Terrain ranges from road to deep mud. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah, so, yeah sounds so the, good. So you see a trig point. Most you see trig points everywhere all over the UK, um, and they're just used for the, for mapping and orienteering and, and bits and bobs like the the ordnance survey. They they use them, but yeah, when you see one, um, and sometimes you can see them in the distance, and usually. You, you know, if you if you're a trail runner and you, you'll just run to them because <laughs> you, you know it's up, so you, you can get you can see a trig point and and it's quite nice because you can just make your way up the hill and, and it's quite a nice way of getting around and uh, having an explore. England 
oh, I should say the Great Britain, or I could say United Kingdom. By the way, after looking <laughs> it up, I now understand that Great Britain is basically means everything. England, uh, Scotland, Wales, and all those obscure islands, but not Northern Ireland. Not. So if you add in Northern Ireland, then it's called the United Kingdom, which is the official name of the country. So I figured this out finally, by the way. <laughs> but you can go almost anywhere and you find some type of path or trail. I, I don't think there's hardly any place because I'm looking on the map. It's all over. Yeah, so it's all over. I mean, most of the, most of the routes that I, I work, I don't know whether you've got like the uh... – not it's not mountain ranges it's sort of like the rain i work in the chilterns which is is fairly decent hill running it's not it's nothing like uh the hills you get up north but that's a good area where where i explore and do a lot of my a lot of my routes and and running because just because i work i work near there good good yeah one looks on the map we have on our home page and there's little red dots everywhere scotland yeah. Northern Ireland, Ireland, Isle of Man. Uh, yeah, so it's it's spread out. It's, uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, wow. Okay. I, sorry, I can get lost in our own website. It's fascinating. I feel like clicking <laughs> on the little red dot and seeing what's there. Um, yeah. Like you can go to the, the far northern, and it's called Jogol. Do you know what this is? This is the northern tip of the island. Yeah. It's, do you know what this is? This is as far north in Scotland as you can get. So Jogal is John O'Groats, which is the point that you're looking for in Scotland. And and the L and the E at the end of Jogal means Land's End. So Land's End is all the way down to the very bottom lowest point in in the UK. So oh. it's called it's called it's called uh it, the route is called Jogal. So it's John O'Groats oh. to Land's End. So that's what that is. So that somebody tries to do that quite often. Uh, <laughs> a, 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 guy did it, a, a guy did it last year um, and he was trying to break the record. I forget his name, hmm. which it, it, I think it was Dan, a, a guy called Dan Lawson, but he tried it last year and he was so close. And he was actually coming through... I was working. Um, I was working in a county. Uh, it, it might not be last year, the year before, but I was working on his route and I was tracking him. And he was running through, and he invited people to come out and run with him. So there was a point where I, I thought I might be able to go and, and run a bit of the route with him. But he um, he sort of got down towards Wales and uh, and DNF'd. So yeah, but you can do well, the jog as well, which is the other way around. So you can do <laughs> this is classic. You knew it, Tim. I had to look it up on our website. Yeah. So Jogol uh, FKT is held by someone named Andrew Rivet, nine days, two hours. But Le Jog, as you said, is going in the other direction uh, yeah. and various variations thereof. I guess this is our equivalent of Trans Am, but Jogol and Le yeah. Jog, that's, that's a more clever name. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I think someone tried to do it barefoot as well um, a while ago. So a lady tried to do it or, she, yeah, she might have tried to do it barefoot or, um, yeah, that seemed pretty extreme because you are running sometimes on, uh, on, on roads. <laughs> well, we, we could make a comment about the British now, couldn't we? 
Yeah. But we'll, we better leave that one alone. Uh, what's next for you, Tim? So this, this, this pandemic has actually uh, forced me to, to get on the bus and, and get some good training uh, in my legs, really, which is really good because uh, I got to a point a couple of years ago when I was, I was in good shape and, and, and doing a lot of things. And, uh, and then I, I ran, I ran a, a, one of the routes I submitted to you, I ran uh, last year over three days. Um, which was 215 kilometers of, of a thing called the Chilton Way footpath. Um, but I, that was my first sort of dip in my toe into a big, long distance, uh, almost, not a fastest known time because that was impossible to beat, but, you know, getting over three days. But since then, since finishing that, I had a long time where I was just sort of plodding around. But I've got a goal now with this mountain marathon in Sweden coming up. So uh, I'm I'm prepping for that and, and doing quite nicely, getting some good elevation, the legs and stuff like this. So hopefully, if we can fly out there, then then um, I can make something happen. But um, yeah, if not, if I if I'm stuck at home, then I think I might have to chalk off one of these uh, routes I've submitted to you. I think well, that's, that's the plan. it. Is it? Yeah, <laughs> you know the route quite well, Tim. Yeah. Uh, well, hopefully we'll hear from you again. Hopefully I'll see this come up on our website, Tim mm. Mills on the Chiltern Way or one of those variations. Well, Tim, it's been a delight speaking with you. Thank you for having me on. I've really enjoyed it just to uh, chat about all things uh, FKT.